Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Game Changer. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What up? Woohoo! Woohoo! Another day in paradise around IPD in the Game Changer podcast. Hey, man. It's officially winter in Florida. Yeah, we got our sweaters out, sweatshirts. It's cold. We may even have uh, thermals underneath this stuff. Um, I made a joke this morning. um, I was at the gym like, yeah, a few days of cold weather, and we're going to put on everything that we can to say that we are in winter. So... We don't get another opportunity, so we got to take advantage of that opportunity, yeah. right? <clears throat> we only get one chance. In the, one, in the words of Eminem, one shot, one opportunity. <laughs> and that's David's, one of his favorite songs, just saying. One of? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to play today just because of that. <laughs> we know when it's playing, we know watch out. That's right. We're getting ready. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. I'm trying to mess my prop up, my life prop. Hey, guys, we're in life. I hope you enjoyed yesterday. If not, go back, watch it. And uh, <clears throat> because I think that we, uh, I think we set the tone for a pretty good series, and um, we're going to talk about what we kind of went into, um, went into um, abundant life yesterday, and we gave you guys, we're going to give you guys some over the next couple of days, give you guys some 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 tips on how to live a life abundantly. Kind of to recap, you know, we pulled the game of life out here, as you can see, the whole series this week is branded on the game of life. And I didn't even know this when we when we developed the series because we, we talked about this this series a few weeks ago. <clears throat> but I didn't know this and I'm not sure if this is something that's new on the box. I'm not really sure. Um, but I did not know that their tagline or that on the box of life it says your life, your way. And it's just it couldn't have, to me that couldn't have been any uh, it, it, it couldn't have been any better for the show and for the series because that's exactly how we view it in our own human ways, right? It's my life, and it's gonna, I'm going to live it my way, right? You're not going to tell me what to do. You're not going to tell me how to do it, right? I mean, we, <clears throat> we, 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 um, we don't like to receive advice a lot of times. And, you know, I'm talking about we, meaning all of us, and some of us are better at some of that than others. But the reality is the very, the very reason Christianity, you know, um, is, is, a, is, a, is a process that we're constantly striving for, salvation, right, is we're, we're constantly striving for, you know, uh, to come closer to the Lord and to, uh, to work things out in our life constantly, you know, hey, I got saved, and you're on your way to heaven, but why do I need to go to church? Why do I need to keep, why do I need to go to the small group? Why do I need to stay in my word? I receive Jesus as my Savior, and <clears throat> the reason because to live a life abundantly, which is to live a life patterned after his word, right, is it's a constant challenge. And every time we measure in, in our life into the mirror of God's word, we see the frailties and the shortcomings, and we see the areas in which we need to improve. It's not like God's there going, I told you so. You know, I, look, look, how, look how weak you are. He's not doing that, but we see that as a guide. And so the opposite of this box, your life your way, my life, my way is, hey, you know what? It's, it's my life that I laid down and it's his way, right? And, um, and he patterned it and did it. 
himself. That's the crazy thing. Jesus Christ, the son of God, came down from heaven, laid down his life, right? His life. He didn't live his life his way. He lived it God's way. And he patterned that. And then he said, I've came to give you life, to really show you this is what life is, right? And I came to do it and give it to you more abundantly. I want to give you abundant life. And so that's what we went into yesterday. And we're going to go into that a little more today. <clears throat> One of the things I want to kind of just, we'll just kick the conversation off. And we, this is where we left off yesterday. We need to speak God's word. You know, we talked about... Um, you know, we talked about abundant life yesterday and got into it. One of the ways we can really venture into abundant living, right? Abundant life is speaking God's word. God's, you know, plan, you know, for uh, Joshua's success in the Old Testament and ours, right, begins with the words we speak. And in Joshua 1.8, he, we read the scripture yesterday, the book of the law will not depart from your mouth, right? You said that yesterday. That's one of your favorite scriptures. And, um, you know, just like Joshua, we need to realize that success and abundance only come as we speak words that line up with, with God's word. And so it, it, if you want to start living an abundant life, learn to, to speak God's word. He put it there, right, and he, and he placed it in our lives for a reason. So uh, Deuteronomy, Diana 6, uh, verses 6 and 7, he, God told Israel, these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You will teach them diligently to your children and will talk of them when you sit in your house. You'll walk by the way and you'll talk about it when you walk by the way. You'll talk about it when you lie down. You'll talk about it when you rise up. So basically God said, listen, this is my word and, and I've and I'm put it in your heart and if I'm reminded of Psalms, right, I'll put it in your heart that, I'm, that you might not sin against God. And then I did this so that you can teach them to your children, right? You can talk about them when you're sitting in your house. You can talk about them when you're by the way. You can talk about them when you lie down. You can talk about them when you rise up. And we were talking this morning, even while we were getting ready, and it kind of applies to what we were talking about. You know, when we, we sometimes are amazed um, because of the challenges that we continually go through in life and the, the shortcomings, if our kids turned out, you know, the way they did, and we, we talked about that. Well, and true. that's a good thing. They turned out, I mean, it it's came a ble- out better than us, and I have no idea. But we look at it, it but this is it right here because God placed his word in our heart. I'll tell you, this is the one thing I think that we've tried to do. We, we've, we've, no matter what, even when we didn't always live it, you know, five minutes ago, we, we failed. We turned around and said, okay, this is the word of God, and we're going to talk about it in our house. We're going to talk about it when we, when we go along the way, which is life. We're going to talk about it when we lie down. We're going to talk about it when we get up. We're going to talk true. about it all the time. You know, I immediately thought of the scripture where it says, I will hide your word in my heart so I will not sin against you. And I think that was from David. I think that's in Psalms. Yeah, it's in Psalms. Um, so that's really important, hide your word in your heart. And what does that mean? Well, when you read the Bible, <clears throat> it, it doesn't penetrate your heart. You have to allow it. You, when you're reading the Bible and you're going through that, it first starts where? Your eyes, your head. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes where we stop. We can have all the head knowledge in the world, but if we don't allow it to apply it to our our heart mm-hmm. and our inner man, it will bring no change. And that's what happens. I can I can tell that you know even in my own life, there's seasons where I'm reading the Word of God. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, and it stayed here. And I didn't allow it to penetrate my heart. And so because I didn't allow it to penetrate my heart, it didn't dictate my actions because it's out of the heart. The mouth speaks out of the heart. Our actions are dictated, right? Mm -hmm. So if we don't allow that head knowledge to go just 12 inches further and penetrate our heart, 
you know, it just becomes, you know, like clinging symbols. It's just, it's just empty. It doesn't go anywhere. It just stays here and it doesn't. And I, I would say probably also, you know, in the scripture that you were reading um, where it says, um, teach, teach is not always by words. It is by actions. And so even when our kids seen us go crazy, ah, um, they always seen us that hopefully, I hope, and if any of our children are watching today, don't comment if there's this is contradictory contradictory to what you felt. Like. Our kids aren't watching, <laughs> but I felt like um, <laughs> they may they may listen to something like a little clip on on social media, but they're not watching. Come on, babe. But they're like, I, wish oh, I grew they up. Would. With, I grew up with these people. I love their support. I supported you through soccer, choir, all these things. But anyway, um, if they're watching, don't contradict it. But that they seen us begin to align, like right. So we react outside of the context of our heart, out of what we feel is our right, life our way, we should respond this way because what that thing did or that person did or that situation did, I deserve to be able to respond that way. But they seen even when we responded to life's challenges in a certain way, if we were quick to hear the Lord, the Lord and meditate on his word, it brought us back and mm-hmm. aligned our actions. So even if we failed, we brought ourselves back to yeah. Under the context of, of of godly living, godly thinking, and you know, hopefully he <clears throat> brought us along that way. Scroll down to that comment. I want to read Adam's comment here for a second because so Adam uh, Szynski, it's it, Szynski, and uh, he said um, he said if life were my way, note the bottom one, there would be no poverty, homelessness, or addiction and war. And you know, I, and I agree with that. And we, I think all of us would say that. But I want to point something out and use that. But here, here's the deal. If life were God's way, there'd be none of that. And that's what heaven is, right? But the reality is that man, even though we feel that way, and not, not to contradict what Adam's saying, because I think we all agree with that if we were just asked a blanket question. Like, you know, it's kind of like would someone say, hey, would you like to be wealthy or would you like to be broke? And someone would know who would say broke would say wealthy. Okay, well, great. Well, here's the plan on how you do that. You got to work really hard. You got to do it. And then those plans exist, right? But not everybody does what it takes to get there. We want it, but we don't want it bad enough. So I know what Adam's saying here. We all want that. So does Jesus. So does God, right? That's why he created man originally in the Garden of Eden. And, he didn't, and then the whole plan was that. And then man jacked it up. Because So what we're, we're talking about here is the fact that deep in the heart seated is it's, it's my life and it's my way. That's the whole dichotomy. That's, that's the enemy you know, the cartoons that used to place the devil on one shoulder and, and the angel on the other, even though that's not, that's not real, the, the, you know, in, you know it's, not a, it's not an innocent cartoon. The reality is there's that good versus evil. And the enemy is saying, it's your life. Live it your way. You don't need God. You don't, you don't, need, you don't need God. You don't need, you know, who, listen, Eve, you don't, you, God said you can't eat that, that fruit. Why? Because if I eat that fruit, then, you know, he said that, you know, it's the the tree of the tree of uh, life, and oh yeah, no, no. Listen, if you if you eat that tree, that you're just gonna be like him, he, you know. And so he he puts these thoughts in because hey, you don't need God, which is the reason he's not in heaven today, because he tried to be God, right? So so understanding that, you know, and, and when that's what we're talking about, our life, our way. And going back at this, what are you putting in your heart? Think about what you are putting in your heart. You know, and my question is is this. Does what we put in our heart come from from TV, you know, from our television shows we watch, the movies we we watch, the friends that we hang out with? Does what we put in our heart, listen to this, does it come from what the doctor says? And these are not possibly all bad things, right? I mean, there could be something that you like on TV that's, that's you know, I, I, what I'm asking you is, 
what's in your heart? Is it, is it based on what you're seeing? Is it based on who you're listening to? Is it based on the friends that you hang around? Is it based on what the doctor says? Is it based on what the media is saying? Is it based on what's on social media? Is it, is it based on what your dad says or your mom says or your sister or your brother? Or does it come from God's word? In Matthew 12, right, 34 and 35, this is what the word of God says. For out of the abundance, Diana read this or said this earlier, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Meaning that what's in your heart is what's going to come out of your mouth. So a good man, it goes on to say, out of the good treasure in his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man, that doesn't mean evil like Satan. That doesn't mean evil like, you know, that you're, you're out murdering people. It means that an evil man or a man that says, my life, my way, <clears throat> that is a form of, of evil in God's eyes. We've just distorted evil to be like far, far dark, right? The, 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 my life, my way, right? So an evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth evil things. You got to understand that anything that's unlike God is evil. Anything that's not like God is evil. And then you go, well, what do you mean? I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of deep. That's kind of harsh. Well, when it comes down to the place where we're standing before him, <clears throat> the only thing that's going to remain <clears throat> is what's like him. <clears throat> so if it's not like him and he can't be around it, and ultimately it can't, it can't enter heaven, it can't be around him, then it's got to be evil. I mean, to the point where, you know, not to get really, really deep, but just to the point where in the Word of God, we all celebrate Easter, we celebrate Jesus, right? We know he went to the cross, he was crucified. There's a scripture that you can't forget that God had to turn his back and not look at Jesus. The Father had to not look at him because he carried the sin of this world, meaning he can't look at sin. He can't, it's evil. He can't be, so he had to literally turn away from his own son and look the other way. And that's, that's how I want you to view this. So when it's in your heart and it's my life, my way, that's going to come out of your mouth. When it's in your heart, even if you're not perfect, no one, no one's talking about being perfect, perfect. But when it's in your heart and it's the word of God, it is your life his way, then out of your mouth is going to come that. Amen? Um, I think that that's, that actually is stepping on my toes a little bit. Mine too. too. Wow. You know, it is about, you know, if you want to know where you're standing in, you know, your, your walk with the Lord, examine your words, examine your actions. Mm. And do that before somebody else does. If you have good people in your life that are, you know, mentors or people that are, are um, if like-minded that are accountability-type partners, be aware of that before they tell you about it. <laughs> because at least the first thing is no- knowledge, knowing, recognizing, and, and coming to that place. But that's, that's really important. And I, and I can tell, I know in seasons of my life where I'm not in the Word of God enough because it becomes a filter for my heart that even if I feel that way, I pause and I'm um, quick to hear and slow to speak. There's scripture that talks about that. And I think when we're, you know, constantly examining our heart and are we allowing our head knowledge to penetrate our heart, our soul, our inner being, it automatically becomes that filter. So even if we start to go, it's like, no, I'm going to trust God. Hey, I doubt, no, he said that he's going to work all things for my good. You know, I also was remember, reminded, and I think Ashton actually talked about the scripture 
um, on Friday, but it, about the vine, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it, it is the, that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We forget that. I think sometimes <clears throat> we get to a place that we think that we're doing all these things, but we got to recognize very quickly that even though God's given us talents and giftings and, and you know, the ability to do things that we always bring it back to the context that apart from him, we can do no good thing. Human nature is to have evil in our hearts, right? So without him, we can do no good thing. But um, let me go back to that. If I abide in you, my word, whatever you ask, I'm sorry. I can, apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. So it's about not only keeping your heart right, but abiding in him, rooted in him. You know, I, I think about a plant. There's lots of scripture that talks about being planted. You know, you can transplant things, but the difference is you have to transplant it into a bigger pot, meaning you're walking from this level of faith in God or this level of trust in God or this level, whatever it is in the season that you're trusting God for or looking and seeking God for to grow in, whether it be, you know, mental, spiritually, physically, whatever it is that you're asking for the Lord, you get to a point and you outgrow that pot. The same habits that got you to that place are not going to take you to the next level. You're going to have to plant yourself in bigger and believe for bigger and more, but you have to be grounded. If you just uproot yourself and throw yourself to a side and don't replant yourself in and ground yourself in the Word of God, the things of God, the people of God, the house of God, then you will wither yeah, <clears throat> looking at some of the comments here, Danny, um, just looking at what Danny said, you know, this is uh, needed to hear this. My cynicism is my worst demon I'm dealing with right along with comparison. And we all deal with this. So this is, by the way, we're bringing this here, right? If we were, and this is, this is us preaching to ourselves along with you. So we're having a discussion today. This is, I don't want you to just look at this like we're speaking from some, you know, ivory pulpit here and we're like, you know, banging a gavel down saying, hey, listen, this is what we've gotten down. Um, I will tell you that these are the things that we've learned over the years that have helped us progress because we've dealt with these types of things and some some more than others. There's content that we go through on this podcast that, you know, some of which that maybe Diana might struggle with more so than me or vice versa or somebody else in the room. And so we, we feel like that these are things that we deal with here on this earth. And, you know, we have to think about what we're putting in our heart. And to find out what's in your heart, you know, this is the kind of way to, to view this here, you know, and, you know, and, and it's beautiful hearing like Danny say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. You know, whether you comment that publicly or not, you know, the, the, the word of God by hearing it today, you know, God will bring this to the forefront and show us what we need to deal with. So if we know this, whether we comment it or not, again, appreciate Danny commenting that, but if you comment on it or not, let the word of God rise, to, bring it to the surface and then deal with it and realize that these are areas that, that that the Holy Spirit in this year is trying to help you with. And the reason he's trying to help you with is that because he desires that you have abundant life, abundant life, whatever abundant life is going to be for you, whatever, you know, and I, I do know this. It, I know that abundant life has to do with dreams that God's placed in your heart, you know, visions that he's given you, things that he's, you know, maybe, uh, uh, you know, allowed you to dream about. I mean, when you're looking at the life again, going back for a second of Joseph, you know, <clears throat> and just just countless people in the Bible, but using him as an example, he was a dreamer. He had dreams as a young man 
And those dreams were on delay. And a lot of that delay was not just because it took time for him to, to mature, but there were I guarantee you things that the, that God needed to work out of Joseph's life, just like he had to work things out of my life and continually does. And so understand that a lot of times when you have these things come to the surface and the Holy Spirit says, okay, this is what I want you to deal with. When you begin to deal with these things and you begin to enter into abundant life, abundant life includes living out the, the things that God desires for you to do. And there's freedom in abundant life. There's, there's passion in abundant life. There's, I mean, there's happiness in abundant life. There's prosperity in abundant life. There's success in abundant life. There's, there's freedom in abundant life. And so, but here's the thing, to find out what's really in your heart, okay? This is like a litmus test. If you're sitting there going, okay, well, I'm kind of halfway buying into this. Here's a good litmus test for you. To find out what's really in your heart, listen to yourself talk. If you're speaking words of doubt, I, listen, and I don't mean ever, nobody's perfect, okay? Jesus was perfect. You're not, I'm not, okay? So I'm not talking about f- going, you know, you know, I've heard you speak doubt. You hang around long enough, you're gonna hear me speak doubt. But if you wanna find out what's in your heart, listen to yourself talk. Are you speaking words of doubt? Are you speaking words of fear? Are you speaking words of lack? Are you speaking words of sickness? If so, you need to fill yourself up with God's word. And when you do, and that's the key, right? When you fill yourself up with God's word, remember from the heart, what the mouth speaks. When you fill yourself up with God's word, you find yourself saying what God says. That's the key, right? If you fill yourself up with God's word, you begin to buy it. You begin to buy it because it's living and it's real. And so the faith that's in the word of God, the truth that's in the word of God, it permeates your heart and begins to fill you up. And when you're full of God, you there's no room for other things. It begins to push things out and work them out. And so you find yourself saying what God says. And as your spirit, right, spirit man, hears your voice speaking God's words, doubts flee and faith rises. That's the way it works. And you begin to speak what God says. And then all of a sudden you begin to see changes in your life. And that's, that's how I believe the abundant life is lived out. And it's a constant, by the way, dichotomy, constant flip where there's the little angel and devil, so to speak, on your shoulders where you constantly have the choice to walk by faith or walk by sight. Psalms you know, nineteen fourteen. <clears throat> Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. There's something to that. He he linked those: the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Mm. So he, it's consistent in the Bible and all different places in the Bible. The importance of of connecting and linking your heart in your mouth. In your mouth. Mm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So hopefully you guys are getting something out of this. This is this is this is life. And this is the abundant life. It's the abundant life he talked about. You know, and many people look at Christianity. I've heard this a thousand times. Maybe you've said this. You know, it's like, yeah, man, there's so many rules in Christianity. And there's, man, I'll tell you what, I can't do anything. And it's like all about what I'm not supposed to do. And, you know, the enemy's done a really good job of lying to you and convincing you that that's what it is. You just put out all that mess, all that mess you've heard. And you understand that this is the words of Jesus. He said that I have come. It doesn't matter what some, you know, I don't know why the preacher came. I don't know why that preacher came or that preacher. I don't know. There's some good ones and there's probably some that aren't, whatever. But this is what Jesus said. He said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. 
That's what he said. He said, I've come. So he came. He left heaven, gave up his life, laid it down, laid it down, by the way. No one can take his life. They didn't, no one can take his life. He laid his life down to give you and I life, but not just life eternally, not just life eternally. Yes, life eternally, but also abundant life, full life, full life. And that's what you have to get and you have to understand. Life his way if you seek it. And if you approach, if you approach a lifestyle change like that, where you see all the things that you can't have, you're never going to succeed. It's true. You'll never start. You'll, you'll never, you'll tomorrow. never start and you'll never succeed. You, if you're going to approach a lifestyle change like that, you have to look at all the things that are going to be better, not all the things that you're going to be missing. Amen. Yeah. And there's, they're going back over the last time I'll hopefully mention this, but going back, because I think it's a good word picture, you know, the little cartoons, you know, there's the devil, there's the angel. If you want to look at it and view it that way, the enemy the devil, the devil on your shoulder, the devil in your ear, which he does speak in your mind. That's where the battle takes place. He's telling you that. He's telling you, you'd never be good enough. You're never going to live up to that, what that church says you should do. You're never going to. And that's what he's saying. And it's just a bunch of lies. His, his, why would he be saying that? He's saying that not because it's true. He's saying that so that you don't ever start. He's saying that so you give up before you ever get started. And then God over here on the other hand, Jesus Jesus is saying, I've come to give you life and I've come to give you that life abundantly. And that's it. It's just as simple as that. And, you know, the enemy's like, but this, but that. And then, you know, I, I can look at Jesus looking over to him and say, but nothing. <laughs> like, but nothing. There's no loophole. There's no loophole. It's a life and life abundantly. You know what I mean? I can see him being like, hey, you know what? Hey, someone mentioned earlier that they got, you know, started their walk a little late. That's okay. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer and a little bit slower to make that change. Just make it and stay committed to it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Stay committed. And that goes back to planning and having non-negotiables so that when things come, you're reminded of what you, the non-negotiables for your life for this year the plan that you have for this year. And hopefully you've sought God on that. But whatever that is, that even if you get a late start, you get back. Amen. Don't miss tomorrow. We're going to do day three of life. It's going to be good. We're going to pick up where we left off and we're going to talk uh, talk about meditating on God's word. I'm going to help you. I believe tomorrow we're going to help you put some action behind what we're talking about here so you can take the first steps. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys are enjoying this series on life. Uh, really quick, I have a couple of things I want to cover before we take off for the day. If you guys would like, we have a daily encouragement text that goes out every single morning at 830 that you guys can opt into for free. You can text the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. If you are with us live on Facebook or YouTube, we appreciate you guys always being with us and when will you record these episodes. But if for any odd reason you guys cannot make it to the live streams, you can always keep up with us in two ways. Number one, go to YouTube, search Game Changer Podcast Live, hit the subscribe button on our channel, and then make sure you also hit the bell so you get notified because we upload the replays of these episodes every single day. We're also on every major audio podcasting platform out there, the biggest one being Apple Podcasts, but you can, whichever one you prefer to use, you can go to our feed and hit subscribe to make sure that you keep up with the latest audio versions of our episodes. If you're listening to this episode or watching this episode on replay, you can always join us live Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. EST on Facebook and YouTube Live just so you can join in the conversation and throw some comments at us as we're talking about these things and we record these episodes live. 
Make sure that you follow us on Instagram. We show, we post short, bite-sized clips of podcast episodes, phone wallpapers, shareable graphics, and quotes from the show, and much, much more. I believe it's Game Changer Podcast Live. Make sure that you follow us on all social platforms that you guys prefer to use. But thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning for day three of life. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.